This is News Talk. Well, we begin with the Irish Independent. They're talking about the COVID bonus payment and uh, it's €1,000, as you may know. However, it may not be paid to thousands of frontline healthcare workers until the end of June. If you remember, we were told that people were going to be paid this uh, as a reward for their hard work during the pandemic. They were going to be paid it in February or March. But the Independent says a row erupted over the value of the award and the number of staff that would qualify. And now it looks like it's going to take a while and uh, essentially it's going to be June union sources said the payment process is likely to take weeks many staff may not get the bonus until the end of June because line managers have to apply eligibility criteria and all that stuff that's the main story on the front of the Irish Independent the Irish Daily Star goes with Ukraine and the Russian ambassador to Ireland has again flatly denied that Russia is committing war crimes uh, after a mass grave was found in Bucha near Kiev. Yuri Filatov claimed there are no facts to prove such allegations. Uh, the latest news we have is that he won't be attending the address of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky to the Dole tomorrow either. Uh, and I know a lot of people moved by those images from Bucha last night on the news, but the Russian ambassador denying Russia is committing war crimes. The Russian embassy is on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror, an exclusive Russian diplomats in Ireland are feeling the cold as they run out of heating fuel and the mirror says that oil companies have been refusing to deliver oil to the Russian embassy and furious embassy chiefs have asked the government to intervene in a letter to the Department of Foreign Affairs the Russian embassy said the current provider of fuel to the embassy has refused to deliver and Vladimir Putin was yesterday slammed for war crimes in Bucha where hundreds of civilians were massacred there now the other big story in the papers of course is the big big warning about our our climate and the Irish Times puts this on the front page the chance to avoid the worst impacts of the climate crisis will be lost if global greenhouse gas emissions do not start to fall in less than three years that's according to the UN Intergovernmental Panel on climate change without immediate and deep carbon emissions reductions across all sectors limiting global warming to one and a half degrees is beyond reach it concludes in the final part of a global assessment published yesterday that's also on the front of the Irish Examiner they describe it as critical moment to tackle climate the next three years 2025 really is seen as a key date now the next three years will be the most critical in recent global history if unprecedented heat waves terrifying storms and widespread water shortages are to be avoided. And of course the irony about all of this is that we know what to do. The whole world knows what to do to tackle climate change but there is a reluctance among governments uh, and maybe big business as well to actually implement those changes. And I mean it was amazing yesterday seeing people criticise Minister Eamon Ryan slagging him off for saying things like reducing car travel or having shorter showers. Uh, These are the things that have to be done. Uh, Anyway, more on News Talk Breakfast because former President Mary Robinson will be on talking about that report. The Irish Daily Mail, anger at offer to send army to the airport. We're still talking about Dublin Airport and about some of those delays. And the army has been kept in the dark, according to the Mail, about a minister's offer to deploy troops to Dublin Airport. The DAA told the Mail it was asked by Minister Hildegard Nocton if the army could help with delays at the airport and uh, there's a lot about that in the paper. Apparently the Defence Forces know nothing about this 
offer of them being sent to the airport to deal with delays. I meant to say when we were talking about the €1,000 pandemic bonus, there's another story in the Irish Independent uh, about Dr Tony Houlihan. And as you know, he's heading off to Trinity but he will remain a Department of Health civil servant and he's going to be paid his salary of €187,000 by the Department of Health when he works as an academic in Trinity. A spokesperson for Trinity confirmed the arrangement is that Dr Tony Hulhan is on secondment from the department, so the Department of Health will pay the salary while he is in Trinity. It's an open-ended secondment funded by the Department of Health. Also, the papers covering this morning, Anne O'Connor, a top official in the HSE, key during the pandemic. She is to resign. She's taking up a job with the VHI. Uh, I think it's in the summer. Now, we're still on this sort of men versus women and how much they get paid. The examiner tells us this morning that the earnings gap between men and women continues to grow years after they graduate. Male and female graduates from 2010 earned similar amounts in the first five years after graduation. But the problem is, after 10 years, men earned €1,000 per week compared to €915 for women. So there's a difference there every single week of how much they're earning. Someone who isn't worried about money is Michael O'Leary. He's in the Irish Independent this morning. And uh, this, I think, will get people talking if you have a lot of money do you give it to your children or not? He's not giving it to his children. Michael O'Leary says he won't live, leave his children a bundle of money, but he wants to leave them a nice house and 250 acres of land instead. He said that he's a firm believer in Warren Buffett's maxim, you should leave your children enough so they can do anything, but not enough that they can do nothing. A lot of very wealthy people do this, where they say, I'm not going to leave my children all my money, let them work their own things out. Final story comes from the Irish Independent, it's in a lot of the papers this morning and expect to see a lot more vanilla scented candles and things like that because vanilla is the world's favourite scent. Uh, some people think it's quite boring, it's safe smell, but people love it around the world. Scientists took 10 scents that spanned the entire sphere of worldly odours and presented them to 235 people from nine different cultures and vanilla came out on top. I think peaches in there as well uh, and a lavender-like scent. So it's the basic boring smells that people love, it would seem. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.